How can you disrupt a competitive market? We're gonna take this in two parts. We got Freshly and White Claw, and I'm really excited because at the end of the day, a lot of businesses are entering, entering a competitive market and how can you differentiate yourselves? That's what we're gonna get into coming right up. Let's go. Hey guys, Matt Skopak here, Sean Zari, and today on? we are in Deep Dive episode number seven. Uh, we're going to do a two-part series today. First, we're going to talk about Freshly, uh, really founded in 2012, two gentlemen, uh, Michael Weistack and Carter uh, Comstock. And uh, these guys were basically people like us, lived healthy. Um, they wanted to bring value to people in terms of bringing a nutritious, healthy, convenient uh, meal that you can basically cook in three minutes. And they wanted to disrupt this whole marketplace. So today we'll take a deep dive in some of their strategies and what they did and how you can use them in your business. I think it's time to get started. Number one, segment your audience based on new customers versus your existing customers and create content um, around them. So for instance, today actually, because I subscribed to their uh, email list, I received an email from Freshly because I'm a new customer. I'm actually not an existing customer yet. Neither of us are. Yep. And their, their subject line was, uh, I believe it was top five reasons why you need Freshly, I think in your life or something, right? This reminded me of a very similar strategy that Ruggable, another e-commerce company that in within home decor, and the reason I'm relating that because I want people to realize this is not just meal plan, they could actually take it to for their yep. business, All right? Any business. They have a, a very similar type of content where it's top seven reasons why you need Ruggable in your home, right? So they're giving me that type of content, like why do I need it? What type of problem um, are they solving for me? Is it gonna help save me time? Yes, actually Freshly will, and they actually have that educational content that is being sent and yep. it's really, really creative. The content is very appealing. They do it like an infographic type of style, um, which is great. So segment your audience. New customers or new potential customers should be receiving um, specific type of content mm -hmm. until they become a, a customer. And then existing customers, you want, the, you want to retain them. So they have to know like, are there innovative uh, things that you're coming yeah, up with? New maybe. offerings, new new me new menu items, yep. or new food meals properly for fresh. Or depending on the the person, because they're doing a lot of we're going to get into like personalization and understanding the consumer. Or maybe an upsell too. So yep. maybe if they were six meals right now, hey, move to a twelve meal per week model, and we'll give you ten percent or twenty percent off just to increase the. Uh, average ticket for that person. Or it could be content. I don't know if they're doing this. What Freshly could be doing is like uh, how to bulk up this season using Freshly. Exactly. If yeah. someone wants to bulk up yep. or how to uh, lose weight for summer yeah. season. But for, I think the main point is though that separating people that haven't bought and your existing customers and basically targeting different messages for them though, right? Yep. So, so that's, that's a great point. Yep. We haven't talked about that either. No. I don't think well, so. Well, we did a little bit. Maybe but a little bit, just, but but they do a really good yep. job of it, so. Uh, number two, use KPIs that are meaningful to your business. So first, first, Matt, what is a KPI? So a KPI is a very simple term. It's called a key performance indicator. And just as very simple, that can be revenue, it could be profit, or in terms of there are more, I guess, uh, more sophisticated 
terms. Uh, one couple that we're going to talk about is something called uh, for customer loyalty and acquisition. So uh, the first one is basically your CAC, customer acquisition cost. So and then the other we're going to talk about a little deeper is uh, the lifetime value of a customer. Um, so those two things are very important for Freshly and could be important for your business as well. So Freshly, they do care about profit. So wait, wait, very high level. Yep. Stop looking at just sales. And yep. a lot of businesses do that. I work with a lot of brands. All they're looking at is numbers, total sales, yep. their profit and the profit margin. At the end of the day, you're trying to build brand yep. and long-term growth. So you need different KPIs and your team needs to understand that, your CFO needs yep. to understand, and your CEO needs to understand that. So coming up with yep. these KPIs, right, that determine long-term growth is very important. Yep. Sorry to cut you and off the, there. And, and like you said, sales and revenue, that is called something called a lagging. KPI too. So all that is, that's looking at the hit up, like what's already happened in the past, which is not going to help you to understand where your business is going. So the customer acquisition cost and the lifetime value of a customer, those are very important. So that tells you the success of your company in the future, because obviously if you're retaining customers and acquiring new customers, that's going to help build your revenue, your sales, and all those other metrics for the future. So what Freshly does great is that's what they focus on. They really focus on acquiring new customers and how long they retain those customers because they understand that that's what is important for the long-term growth and success of their business. So for you as a business owner, stop just looking at sales, profits, and things like that, which coming from a financial background, I love the numbers. However, there's more important indicators that you can use and that you should use, which depends on your business, that will give you a better overall goal and really something that you can measure on a weekly basis that will tell the success of your business. So what is one of their KPIs? So Did you acquisition, lifetime acquisition cost. So basically our, our value. So how much is a customer worth for the lifetime of, uh, of their, I guess, period with your company? So usually they look at over a year since it's always obviously extending. So they know how much a customer is worth to them and then how they can also uh, make that value more for the company or uh, customer acquisition cost. How much is it to acquire a new customer? Um, and those are things that you can track on the business level. I guess say if you spend $10 or $20 on Facebook advertising and you've received 40 new customers, then we know that basically every new customer costs about 50 cents. So then you can track this to see your future uh, how your business basically is acquiring new customers and how much you're spending, which is the key. So Matt, I was reading one of these articles, I think one of their KPIs, and I don't believe you mentioned it, was lifetime value yep. divided by their co customer acquisition cost, am I yep, correct? Exactly, so they created is, basically a custom ratio, yeah. which they believe. So do you understand that ratio? Like what so, is that? So basically what that ratio is just showing them is they believe the success of their business are based, those are most basically the most two important factors. So, so that ratio, say it's two over one or something like that. So they have this metric, which they can actually watch, which is basically going to tell them if they're doing a good job. Because think about this. If you have a high customer uh, value, long-term customer value, lifetime, and you're, you basically have a, another value that tells you how much you're acquiring a customer, the combination of those two is basically, this, it, it's telling you through numbers about if people are happy with your company. If people are spending more money with your company, their lifetime value will increase. And if you're acquiring customers at a good rate, 
This ratio is basically going to tell you if people are happy with your company. So do you think businesses could take the similar type of ratio as one of their KPIs? Absolutely. Uh, if it, it's not, you have to, so they just have to, to they just it. have to determine what their lifetime value of a customer is divided yep. by the customer acquisition cost, which is something exactly. you'll get on the back end yeah. of, um, depends on where you're acquiring your customers, Facebook, Google Analytics, uh, exactly. Google Ads. That's the key. The key is collecting the data, which yep. a lot of businesses don't do. So that, that is the important part that you need to be able to collect the data of, of how much a customer is spending. And that's why we keep on talking about loyalty programs, get customers data so you can actually track and understand how to do these things so you can make your business as successful as Freshly. I like it. All right, uh, we'll try some, actually no. I think that summed that's it up summed pretty up good. Enough. All right, <laughs> number three, hyper-target your customer basis with personalized content. It kind of sim it sounds similar to what I was saying before, but it's not. So what do I mean by there? And what does hyper-target mean? Is really focusing on uh, specific individuals, like coming up with content for specific individuals. Um, like for instance, if I'm a fit male, then I should be seeing content that probably is, uh, there's male in it. Like let's say if I'm, I'm on Facebook, and I see an ad from Freshly, they're gonna be targeting me with a male guy using their product, but they're also um, you know, in the gym or they're running and so forth because I'm a runner, I'm in the gym and so forth. They're not gonna target me with a video that has a female in it and just a female because I can't relate to that. I'm, saying I'm, I'm a male, uh, as you can see. Um, but so, <laughs> so they also have um, content such as, like headlines like, uh, don't have time to uh, cook, um, Try freshly, uh, chef. Uh, was it? I think it's like chef tasting um, ingredients, uh, natural ingredients, and so forth. And they show how the process is being used. They do this, and they also have um, they have all these types yeah. of different headlines. I think which is and not only that is like we were reading about their marketing and their, like their campaign. They have actually thirty different profiles which they they actually segment their customers into. Oh, they, really? They, yeah, thirty okay. different. I guess buyer personas, buyer yep. personas, and then whatever persona they have, they can market, they can show them those menu items which they think will exactly fit that person. So think about it, list. a college female student yep. versus a college male student might have different needs, yep. or a college student versus someone working in the corporate world, you wanna um, target with them with different types of creatives and different yep. copies, very, very important. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of brands do this. Gymshark has been doing this, we talked about. Yep. Um, exactly. I mean, obviously, all of these brands, they're gonna have very similar traits. Yep. And then by listening to all this, you'll realize the similarities of these successful companies, why they become successful is because they're following these strategies or they've been implementing these strategies. And so, again, you gotta take away yep. these uh, tactics. Under identify your buyer persona, right? Develop different types of content for them and use um, Facebook ads, yeah. um, you know, Google ads and so forth to target those people with those ads. Very, very important. Um, I think that so. if you can take away one thing in terms of marketing from all of our podcasts, I think it's personalized you, content. It's, it's the, the day the world of one size fits all marketing is over. It's every new successful e-commerce like company That's is now customizing their marketing to a, a hyper-targeted customer. Matt, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take an image and maybe put your head on it and just put that quote right there. Right? Trademark it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right, I think number four. 
Yep, number four, yeah. make sure your unit economics work before you grow. Uh, this is something I'm going to use, for example, for Sweetberry. So anytime we implement a new... Sweetberry is a fast casual a fast restaurant, casual restaurant which part of Sean does the marketing for. I'm one of the, one of the uh, partners in the company. Um, so one thing that we do before we, we start the business and we introduce a menu item is we cost out the item and we make sure that it makes uh, sense financially uh, before we implement it on the menu and, and bring it out, roll it out to customers. And what Freshly did with this is why they're actually one of the most successful companies out there because a lot of these other meal service companies have failed. Blue Apron is, is drastically decreasing in terms of subscribers. Uh, what First of all, what Freshly did is they understood the value that they were bringing to people. Not only were they bringing healthy, good tasting food, but they also brought in the time factor, which is something Remember, Blue Apron did not do. When you say people, well, they did it originally. Originally. But they didn't keep. Well, um, no, you had to take all your items and you had to cook them. But that still yourself. saved time at that point. At, it did. So You're what right. Freshly right. did is disrupt the they market, disrupt, right? This, they what else they did? Effort. So what they did, Freshly, is they said, we're going to save you more time. We're going to give you these um, uh, meals that are already yeah. cooked. All you got to do is put in the microwave and it's ready. Yeah. That saves you a lot more time than what Blue Apron was doing. It's yeah. just basically giving you the ingredients where you still got to cook it. Yeah. You're not, you only solved half the problem. They solved the full problem. And I wonder if there's, there's probably one day there's going to be, because days every day things are changing, yeah, right? Evolving. And guess what? There's going to be another competitor out there. How can you solve another problem, right? Because every day, remember, don't say if a product or a service already exists, you can't get into it. You can. You just got to understand Change it. Change the current it. environment. Yep. So one thing Freshly did was they made sure that while they were a small company when they just first started that their unit economics, so they were making money from the get-go. Freshly has been profitable since they were founded in 20, 2012. Like I, that's first amazing. Usually in the that's business, that's very hard. By usually way. in the you business, lose. you're not profitable for the first three years. So it, it, that this is astounding to me. But what they did very well is they knew they grew a very strong business from the get-go, and then they grew after they basically successfully tested that. Hey, great business model. We can make money, and we created a structure that we could grow with. So that's something very important for your business is before you start growing and you grow rapidly, make sure what you're doing makes sense, is financially possible, and that you create a great foundation for the house or your business that you're about to grow. So very important, always think ahead about what you want for the future when basically uh, creating your company. In the is there something that a business could do maybe? How, how, what is a good step stepping stone for them to um, I guess, understand that or maybe start implementing that, that, I guess, strategy. I mean, I would think the best way that we do it, I mean, we talk about all the time is don't think about your current business. So say you're starting a restaurant or for Freshly, they were starting this meal prep business. But when they built this business, they thought on a larger scale. So they knew where they wanted to be. They wanted to disrupt this whole market in, in domestically in the United States. So they built a business that took things into consideration, supply chain, um, the products they used, and they use that, and that's how they use their business, and then grew it. So don't think, don't think small. That's the biggest thing, is like, don't think just, if you want to be a great company, a large company, don't just think right now. Think about what will work in the future as you grow as well. So I think that's the takeaway for business owners. If, know who you, what you want to be, and then make sure you plan ahead and create a strong foundation for your business. So um, what, number five now? I like it, all right. Number five. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this. this is sales 101, I believe. 
Um, create urgency by creating limited time offers. This is very important. How Freshly does this, you'll see on their Facebook ads, get $20 off for limited time only, uh, especially for as a new, uh, new customer. They also have, uh, I believe on their Google ads, I just saw it today because I'm getting targeted because I've been on their site. You know what this guy so does? Forth. This guy literally, every company we talk about, he signs me up and then I start, re I start getting targeted for the, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. hey Matt, thanks for <laughs> signing up for Freshly. I was like, what? And yeah. then I was like, oh, Sean signed me yep. up again. Yep. <laughs> um, so what they're doing, so when you go, go to your Google ads where you see them popping up, it says going, going, gone. Um, uh, also take $40 off or save $40 off if you sign up today. I believe yeah. it was something like that. So create urgency. I've done this with a, a lot of clients where I'll do, you know, we'll say, or actually done with Reborn where, um, what's it called? We'll do like, you know, buy three canvases, right? Mm -hmm. Or like buy three canvases and take off a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. We're actually running that offer the last, actually, I made a mistake here. I should be um, refreshing this because another thing you should be doing is making sure it is limited time. So yeah. I believe- Put an I mean, end this, date to it. This, yeah, this- That's the key. Yeah, what'd you say? You have to put an end date to it. You so have don't to say end just yeah. limited time offer, give actually until when it's good to, because that, that will authenticate that it's actually a limited time offer. So keep changing your prices, keep changing your offers. And this is another topic we'll eventually talk about in the future is dynamic pricing strategies. Very important in e-commerce, uh, you know, coming up with different pricing strategies, coming up with different product offerings, and then advertising those product offerings because then people will know that this is a limited time offer. This is a great deal. People will buy into it and you'll increase more sales. So, and also you have to test these different product offers because sometimes a product offering is going to suck. You're, you're, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to provide that enough value for that customer to mm -hmm. actually make that purchase. Yeah, that's a great point. That, that definitely is a great point. And then uh, I think the final point, number six, something that we have not talked about yet, implement a referral promotion. So this was exciting. Haven't talked about this yet. So what you really want to do. But we did with Casper. We did a little bit, but they, we no. did. But this one is, this was not a little different, but they really do no, a good did. job at this. No, what? <laughs> we did. We did, but but we didn't go into as in-depth we we right. as, as we will here. So a referral promotion is a great way, uh, another avenue to save on marketing spend. So what Freshly does is they have a great marketing strategy and it's actually one of their key um, funnels that they use for marketing is a referral program. So they... Uh, they target you once you become a subscriber. They say, hey, we love that you're a customer. We want you, we know you love us. So now if you refer someone and they, they've joined the Freshly team, we'll give you $40 off credit for your next meal purchase and then we'll also give them $40 off. So this is a great way to save on marketing costs because- And also a way to disrupt the market again. Yep. Lift, I mean, yeah, lifted it when entering the market competing with Uber. Yep. Right, that's uh, it. Casper does it when you want to disrupt the mattress industry. Yep. So very, very important because you're giving them a huge value proposition, like forty dollars off. That's almost like a free, free it's couple of meals. meals, almost yeah. five meals. So you may lose at a little bit at the end. You're not losing. Right? Yeah, yeah, but you're winning. The long term <laughs> goal, you're winning because again, with the whole acquiring a new acquiring customer, a new customer. Yep, becomes much cheaper. Much so, cheaper. Sorry to cut you off no, again. It, it's. Oh, so I'm used to it. <laughs> so uh, that that is especially something that Freshly does well is they they've built their business upon a referral program and and like we've always talked about, 
I do something similar. I'm friends with Sean. He probably does a lot of the similar things. That's why we're friends. So you're referring other people that most likely would find use in Freshly or Meal Services as well. So um, there's like some tool, tools out there. Yeah. Right? So we're gonna if you use Shopify or some tools that if you're a business apps. owner, apps that you can implement and integrate with your store. Um, I think Referral Candy is one. We have Swell Loyalty, uh, Conjure Referrals, uh, Smile.io. Uh, loyalty Lion is one. So those are all just different apps that you can integrate into your store or even if you don't own a store, if you have a restaurant, I'm sure there's apps that integrate with your loyalty program. I know Tap Mango, Level Up, those are some great loyalty programs that you can use for just a restaurant. Um, if you are a restaurant owner, you guys need to acquire customers' information through a loyalty program. That is a game changer. You we do that with Sweetberry, right? You said we that? do that with Sweetberry. Um, we have a loyalty program with Sugar and Kush. I think you have one for Reborn. I mean, no, I don't have one for Reborn. Well, he will I'm, have I'm one. Implementing for, one. Implementing. I'm still Say? working on it. Why is he implementing one? Probably because we learned about it in all the businesses yep. that we've been reviewing. And it's a major part of today's uh, business world. Well, at the end of the day, right, the goal is to minimize your ad spend, right? Yep. And you want people to refer your brand. So, you know, word of mouth and referral marketing is huge. Yep. Um, you know, at the, you know, spending on ads gets expensive. You know, Facebook ads is still relatively cheap compared to, you know, yep. other platforms, but it's gonna, you yep. know, it's gonna start increasing because more businesses are gonna that, be on it. And then the, the price it. of, you know, your price of bid of, you know, to reach more people is gonna get more expensive. So you wanna implement these tactics today yep. while it's still relatively cheap. So then people, your peep, the people, are going to be basically your brand reps. Yeah. Actually, we did talk about so how this Pura Vita. Yeah, Pura Vita. It all comes back to the same thing is you need to minimize the amount of marketing dollars that you spend on marketing. So when you can find different channels, either through a referral program, a influencer um, a program, um, what are some other ones that, we could, that we've gone over in the past? Well, the influencer, like Pura Vita did it. But what are some other ones? So referral program, influencer marketing, um, just things out, loyalty program, all of those are ways how to acquire customers through not spending money through say Facebook ads or other, um, maybe other outdated forms of marketing. But that's the key. You spend less money on marketing while still getting customers to spend money in your store, which in the end, what does that do? It increases profits. So that's why it's important and all these ideas are great tools to use to make your business more successful. I love it. That was episode seven. This is part one, and you're gonna see how White Claw does very similar strategies, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about the different side of them. Yeah. And they really, really White Claw is a kind of a beer, sparkling beer company. They so came out of nowhere. So they came out of nowhere fun. with a couple of years ago, not two years ago, or a year ago. They actually exploded. So anyway, excited. Hope you liked the video and the podcast. If you did, give us a five star rating. If you're watching some video, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, leave it in the comments below. Um, tell us about your business. So what is what are you struggling with? Yeah. Uh, maybe we could talk about that. Maybe we could actually call you guys. Um, you know, a couple of you guys talk yeah. about your business and see how we could help you um, as well. This will be free, obviously, because yeah. we want to, you know, this will help, obviously, create more content because what we keep talking about, right? Personalized content for you guys. Um, that's about it. I think that's it. Right? Yep. Boom. Boom. See you next week. Later.